0: Welcome to Sausage on a Fork, a podcast dedicated to the UK's longest-running children's drama programme, Drain Hill. My name's Neil, and in each episode, I'll interview a former cast member about their life before, during, and after their time on the programme. Okay, welcome to the next episode of Sausage on a Fork, and I am absolutely delighted to say that I have been joined by none other than Chris perry Metcalf, who played Togger Johnson. Chris, welcome to Sausage on a Fork.
1: No, thanks for having me in here. Oh,
0: not a problem, it. not a problem. The very first cast member we've had on who was solely from the Liverpool years. So I think we'll have quite a bit to talk about. But what we'll do, Chris, is we'll start this episode the way we start every episode. And if you can tell us how you got into acting. All oh, luck, to be honest with you. <laughs> it's a pure fluke. Aye, I haven't, I haven't, I've I I told the story a
1: couple of times, to be honest with you, no one really believes me, so I'd done no acting in school, I'd not been in a school play, I wasn't really into drama or nothing, uh-huh. and it all started in a Chinese restaurant in Liverpool called the Chunkoo, which you'll probably be familiar with, <laughs> <of, Yeah. but, laughs> um, anyone in Liverpool knows where the Chunkoo is. I was, in a, I was in a restaurant when I was when I was younger, and um, with, with, with some family friends, and there was me and a, f- a few friends who were messing about in the lift in there, up and down the <laughs> stairs, lift <laughs> up and down, and running around. And this woman's approach the table when we sat down, I've known me. And I thought, right, we're in, we're in trouble here. She's gonna come over and tell our parents what we've been we've been doing. She came over and she went, Is this your child? And I thought, oh my god, she's pointed me out of the whole table, like, <laughs> five or six of us. And my mum went, Yeah, yeah, is everything is everything okay? And she said, Yeah, everything's all right. Um to be you, I'm a casting agent and I'm currently casting for a part in Brookside. And I think your son had fit the bill so we looked at it a little bit strange and thought well, okay well like, why did you think that and she having a conversation with my mum I didn't really think anything more of it uh-huh. but I think my mum and uh, Linda who was the agent at the time exchanged numbers and then about two three weeks later I came out of school and my mum said that woman who we spoke to in the Chinese restaurant in the uh-huh. Chung Ku has, has, has given me a call saying so would you go to a, a casting for Brookside and I was like well, not really I've never done acting before and she went tell you what if you go to it, I'll give you the day off school. So <laughs> me being me at the time, anything to have a day off school, I thought, you know what, great, I'll, I'll I'll go along to the casting and, and see how I get on. So ended up going to this casting, and um, as I say, I was in a room full of of, of, of young kids around my age who, who'd all been to acting school and that type of stuff. So I was, I was completely out of my depth, and I just went in the room and was myself, read the script in front of Phil, and the casting. at the time it was a woman called Dorothy Andrews at Line Pictures, or Mersey TV, it was not the time. And um, I ended up getting through to, like, the last couple of people for this part in Brookside. Because I was pre-GCSEs, they actually wanted the part to be post-GCSEs. Oh, right. There's different legislation around the hours that you can film on set. Uh-huh. So Phil actually wrote me a letter about it. Right. and said, look, unfortunately, it, it, your age doesn't suit this 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 part for Brookside. Um, but I'd like to consider you for Grange Hill. I'm buying Grange Hill back off the BBC. and moving it back down to the north when I do do that I'd like to consider you for a part on that so again I I, I, I didn't really know what that meant I was only 10, 11 years of age I didn't yeah. really know what that meant so cracked on back with school and that and then probably what, six months later they got back in touch with the agents I mean, mum and said look we're auditioning now for Green Um, would he come in and that was where the process started so I started to attend a couple of auditions and these auditions were going on over the summer holidays and then I think I probably had about oh, five or six times. I had to go back into line pitches to, to speak to them. And as I say, I was being myself. I was laughing, cracking jokes, messing about, yeah. being like any normal kid would be, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, 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 and as I say, I, I remember getting a phone call. Like, oh, actually, sorry. I'd gone back to the school in the September. And I remember my mum saying, we've got to go to Linda's house tonight. She's got some news for us. And I was like, oh, okay. So we I'm going to drive the, into the agent's house. And she said to us, look, I've got some good news. You've got the part on Grange Hill, and you're going to start filming in two weeks' time. I was wow. like, "Wow!" So it was completely overwhelming for me. And I mean, um, it's strange because I think as a child, you you, you take everything in your stride. If, yeah. if someone sort of put that on me now and go into a completely new industry with some no experience around yeah. people who've got vast amounts of experience, I don't know whether I'd be able to do it. But I think as a kid, I just sort of soaked everything up, a cut and learned from the people I was around. And there was great cast members. The crew were brilliant with me, and yeah. Um, that was the start of the the the, the journey, really, for for the next eight years.
0: Brilliant, brilliant. So obviously, you know, as you've you've said, there it was the first series filmed in Liverpool, and it, it was a massive thing up here. You know, the fact yeah. that you know that you know, an institution, was was coming up here, and when you look at that, if, if, when you ever watch that that first episode of you know series twenty six. It's not identical, but it's really, really similar to the very, very first episode. And I remember reading an interview with Phil Redmond where he basically said, he said, I got the very first, the script for the very first episode out, and I just started changing names and changing little things. And, you know, the fact that, you know, your character was Patrick Togger-Johnson, you know, sharing the, the same initials with another famous character, Peter Tucker Jenkins, you know, there was all stuff, it, Tisha Yates, you know, became Tanya Young, and, and, and all stuff like that. But what, what I like about that episode with with your, your very first day was the fact that Uncle Peter was giving you a lift to school. And when yeah. you, when you, I mean, it, it was like the worst kept secret of all time of, of, of who Uncle Peter was because you watch the episode and you see like his eyes and, or, you know, bits of him, you know, his eyes in the, the rear view mirror and all that. And then you get out and it's talking. But like I say, it must have been the worst kept secret ever because everyone up here, knew that you know it was going to be there and, and it was going to be Tucker Jen- Tucker Jenkins Todd Carty was going to be in there. Now every every time there's an episode of of Sausage on a four comes out, I do like a guest the guest competition and I put up picture clues and the first person to guess who it's going to be gets to ask a question. And I've actually got a question for you. Now this one came on Twitter um, from somebody called Purple Petal. I don't know what the real name is the question is, I was having haven't Todd Carty as your uncle in the series? You know Tucker Jenkins. Did you have any sort of appreciation of the the magnitude of him as a character in Grange You
1: know what, Neil? In all, in all honesty, I probably I probably never really. Only Thanks. because Todd Carty to me was this guy off EastEnders. Yeah. I was probably too young to watch EastEnders. So I obviously recognised his face, and yeah, like my family watching it, my mum and dad watching it, and 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 when family now so. It was it was definitely a familiar face but in terms of the gravitas that it held in terms of the past generations who used to watch Gragi and, and and the significance of it, I, I remember one of the scriptwriters coming to me around the time saying do you realize how big this is that like he's coming back into this first episode of Grange Ji and he was showing me some pictures actually of like some of the gran cast going to the white House and yeah uh, and I, and, I, and I, at, this, at this time I still didn't realize how Hill how big Granger was back in uh-huh. the day in terms of you had two or three TV channels and as you said it was an institution everyone yeah. watched Granger if you were allowed to watch it yeah. Um, because, of, because of the controversy and that type of thing that they that used to touch on and it was only that when I started to speak to some of the cast other cast members who were a little bit older and, and, and the crew that I really um, understood how, yeah. how big it was for him to come back and I mean, Todd was great with me he was he, he, he was brilliant he he um, he helped me so much on that first few days in terms yeah. of advice and guidance and um he, he really just settled me down into, into that role and having someone like that around there it took the shut like the, the limelight off me a little bit yeah. because I remember coming up in the first day and like they were saying up oh, remember the script read through that we done? I was thinking I've got a lot of lines in this uh-huh. this first script. It must be like a decent part, do you yeah. know what I mean? Um and I felt a little bit of the pressure, but I think Todd coming in, it's all took the eyes off me a little bit and yeah. and, and, and really helped. So um, I don't think I really truly understood the gravitas of him coming back, and actually how big Grangel was as, a, as as a program when I first got involved. in it.
0: Yeah, I mean, were were you a fan of it? Like, did you watch it? Yeah,
1: I did watch it. I did I used to used to watch it quite a bit. Um, to be honest with you, yeah.
0: But I
1: mean, even even when I used to watch it, it wasn't big as it was it was right. back yeah. in the day, was it? Wasn't when you only had a few channels, I mean, it was still well received, and it was only really after the first series came out that like. I came back after that first series came out, and he was saying, "Look, we've had really, really good feedback on this." And then I started to go out and be recognised, and uh, little things like that. And and and, and um, I remember doing like Blue Peter and some of the CBBC shows and stuff. And like some of the ratings, we done like um online polls on internet after we'd done it, the CBBC show, and they were going through the roof, and they were saying, "Look, some of these, some of these." questions that we're getting and the amount of people engaging in this yeah online poll as big as some of the some of the boy bands that we have on. Right, not wow. really, really known that and that was that was when really it sort of dawned on me and, and connect, this is this is quite, quite big. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Um so I look I I loved every minute of it and it was um it
0: it was it was special. So yeah definitely Definitely, and, and like uh, you know, we, we've talked about the fact that you know, the first series, you know, certainly the first episode, and the first few of those episodes in that first series were pretty similar like to storylines and stuff. And the fact that Togger was always winding up Tanya, which mm. you know, it was one of those things where I always remember Eddie Izzard talking about this. is that the fact that kids, the only way kids know how to flirt with each other. Is by eh, picking on each other, <laughs> basically, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 and it was a bit of a PK to the fact that they, they, they fancied each other, like, <laughs> it was a love-hate
1: relationship, wasn't yeah, it? Neil? And, and, and I, you know, I didn't I think we were too naive to sort of see that coming. And then when I remember reading this, thing looking at we have a little bit of a moment there, and I was thinking, I think <laughs> one of the episodes where I was upset, so it was something I think it was when, was it when, um, maybe when, when, when Baz died, All dad right, died yeah. in one of the episodes yeah. on a football pitch. Yeah, yeah, and I I was upset about it, and there was a little bit of a moment in in, in that I, I recall, and then it was only then that we saw through This might be going down the relationship route here. <laughs> yeah. We've
0: been
1: even, so it'd obviously been in in the planning from the scriptwriter's perspective, but we'd been too naive to see it coming.
0: Yeah, I mean, what 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 I love about that, you know, as well, is the fact that in the yeah. olden days of Grange Hill, with, with with Tucker, he used to call Siyeh Pongo which had nothing to do with her name. It was literally just, you know, uh, Bongo, she stinks. But I love the fact that Togger changed Tanya's name to Tanoi, because you could always hear her wearing yeah, her yeah. Hair. Like I loved all that. Like, Now, what I always said about, about Tucker and Togger, certainly right from the off, Togger had more of a uh, a nicer side to him than Tucker because although everyone loved Tucker, he could be quite nasty to people, you know what I mean? He, and he would pick on people if he, if he could get away with it. But Togger had a bit more of an art of gold, I thought. You know, he loved having a laugh, but if he knew he'd done someone wrong, yeah. who didn't deserve it? Yeah. You know, he, he, he'd call himself yeah. on it, wouldn't he? You know what I mean? Or his mates. There was a bit of yeah. It. You're right. There was a bit of a softer side to
1: him, wasn't there? Yeah. They used to show that in, in, in some of the episodes, whether it was with his mates or other people, there was a bit of a, a soft, side, um, soft side to him. Soft. Yeah,
0: like the bit with uh, with, with Jeremy. Because I think Jeremy, Jeremy, yeah. right? Je- Jeremy reminded us. Me, of me, at school, you know what I mean? Certainly for really? that, that, that first year where, like, you'd think people were picking on you, but they weren't. They were just just trying to have a laugh. And, and then Togger sort of took yeah. him under his wing a little bit, didn't he? And, and looked after him and said, look, you've got to get into that briefcase. Uh, <laughs> but, like, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and exactly. looked after him there, like... It's that yeah. lovable rogue thing, isn't it? I think
1: that's what you are trying to portray through. He's a class you... clown, he's got a bit of... of...
0: Did you realise that you were, you've just said there about the slip, but did you realise that you were sort of the main character? Not until, not not really until that
1: first series right. had gone out. Um, and I, I remember Matt Evans, one of the the, the senior um, writers or producers at the time, came into us in the green room one day and went, how do you think it's been received? And we were like, oh yeah, it's been received. Well, this was after the first series had come out that we'd, we'd been in. And he went, who do you think sort of had the best sort of, Response like a, a positive response. I remember somebody like us saying "Togger," and I was thinking, thinking that. And then I remember each series that went on the episodes that I was in, sort of were were, were increasing, okay. um, and that was only really that I sort of realised that. Look, the, the, the sort of focusing the episodes and the stages yeah. around some of the antics that Togger's getting up to, but prior right. to coming into it, mate I just thought it was another 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 part. You know what I mean? Right.
0: Yeah. I mean, the other thing as well, you know, I I haven't really touched on this, but it was the fact that. It was getting filmed in Liverpool, but it was supposed to be the same school, which... I, n- I never got my <laughs> head
1: down, that. I used to say that, like, where's the school, like, position located? Because you literally had accents from all over. Like, yeah. you should have I... Cassidy from, from Manchester. You'd have some of the older cast from London um, who sort who of, like, yeah. originated better and moved down to, <laughs> to school. And then, if it, I'm a,
0: I'm a rising thinking,
1: Neil, like, was there a fire in the school in London? there been a
0: fire in the series. The, the, the series before it ended with a fire, and that, from what I've been told, was supposed to be it. Yeah, and um, that was going to be the end of Grange Hill, but then, as you say, you know, Phil was buying it back, wanted to basically reboot it. Yeah, and and then so they got they had some of the cast to come up, and um, the likes of you know, Stuart Organ was up there, yeah. you know, John Hudson, and, and, and a few others.
1: I remember a conversation with with Phil, and um, I don't know how true, Phil Redmond. I don't know true it is, but I remember him saying that he was getting frustrated that they were trying to reduce the target audience of the Grange uh-huh. Hill,
0: yeah, 30, so to speak.
1: So he was trying to reduce the age that they were targeting and make it more like a like a Tracy Beaker, so to speak, yeah. a much younger age demographic. And his frustration was Grange Hill had never been been um, found on 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 that age group, it always been founded on trying to target your teenagers who are going yeah. through them different challenges, whether it be bullying, whether it be um, uh, relationships, whether it be um, all, all them types of complex yeah. issues that you go through while you're in school. That was what he wanted Grange to be and because he was trying to target younger age groups. Yeah. I think that was the reason or the motivation for him saying, Do you know what, I'm going to take this back on and make it a little bit, bit controversial again if I can.
0: Yeah, yeah, so... The, the the thing with Toga, uh, you know, we mentioned the fact that there was the thing with with Tanya, but there was also a couple of other feuds, you know, with the likes of uh, Mr. Malachi and maybe unfreeze as well. Like you know, yeah. Well, when you're in those sorts of scenes where you know you you've got your fighting and your scrapping and that, uh, is it easy to play with it? Yeah. With with someone when you you're getting on with, you know, if it's someone you get on with, it is. It's... <laughs>
1: But, I mean, that's what that's what you, you, you sort of pay to do. That's your role is <laughs> yes. to, 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 to go in and do it. But it, it can be challenging, I think. I think probably mm-hmm. one of the hardest scenes is referring to what you were saying before about me and, me and Tanya, Togger and Tanya, where that relationship sort of pivoted from being like bickering and fighting and getting on yeah. back all the time to almost being a bit of a, yeah. like a romantic relationship. That was probably yeah. quite difficult because we played this way all the time. And then you was saying actually you just start gonna, gonna start getting on now that and I think we got used to having this like conflict all the time. Yeah. So that become ingrained in us, and, and and it's the same, same, same with um with movie. And I remember one of the first first episodes, I think um John Hudson Spod had had um someone up by the throat. Was it Jeremy maybe? Yeah, yeah. we sort of walked past it and um he, 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 it's the same sort of thing because Im Immin the lad who played Jeremy Max got on really well, uh-huh. and he found that quite difficult in sort of being aggressive towards him. And yeah. but that's what you are paid to do it's your job, isn't <laughs> it? so <laughs> you've got to get on with it. And uh, I mean, everyone got on to be honest with you. Know, there wasn't obviously there was bickering and stuff like that, but there wasn't any. Yeah. There was no like major um, major fallouts so We were all yeah. just kids who were having living the dream, really living li- li- living at la- line pitches and doing a couple of hours tuition a day. And, uh, and 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 that so it was good. Yeah.
0: I mean, you know, what most of your storylines in that first series, they were all pretty comical weren't they? You know, there was not never really there wasn't really anything too serious at first. Yeah, you know, getting locked in cupboards and wearing your white fronts over your trousers, the big pants and having the big pants trophy yeah. and stuff. And then there's a bit where the girls thought there was a ghost in the school, but Togger didn't believe them. But the girls managed to get Togger and, and uh, Andy and Abel to uh, to chant to the ghost while uh, while they were standing there with their eyes closed. And then uh, the girls ran off leaving Miss Tyson. <laughs> it's there, like And I just love it because it's one of them things where it's just such a stupid storyline, but it's so great, Jill. You know what I mean? The fact that there'll be a ghost in the school yeah. and people would believe believed that there's a ghost in the school as well. Yeah, There was a few of them. Do you
1: ever remember the one where... then? Um... Just thinking about that, then there was one where we were locked in the probably a few a few days later, but we were locked in a almost like a container with tigers and yeah. monkeys.
0: So I was going to ask you about that, right? And I
1: remember filming that. After-
0: were you Were you actually oh. in Were they actually in the sheds with you?
1: Yeah, so it wasn't was no, you were there. It was, it was It was It was a mad day that I remember. I always remember coming in and like my mum dropped me off, and she's like, "Surely they won't put you in a container with tigers and monkeys." <laughs> And Literally, as we walked in, there was this container there with a lot of zookeepers and stuff around, yeah. But the real animals were in there, and they were quite clever the way they'd done it. They limited the amount of time yeah. that we were, we were in there with them. But, um, I remember thinking, thinking this is like this is a mad job. <laughs> I'm 14, 13, 14, and I'm, and I'm, in, a, I'm in a container filming for Grange Hill, sat with a load of tigers. Oh,
0: uh, no, brilliant! I mean, uh, uh, you know, I'll, I'll talk a little bit later, uh, a little bit more about that a little bit later on. Because yeah. in in that first series as well, there was a bit where they were talking about the ghost and then they, they actually did think there was a ghost or something a little bit more sinister in the school because because um, they'd been the fire. They found yeah. that there was bits of the school were still sort of off limits. And then they yeah. found somewhere where someone had been living.
1: Okay. And it, ter-
0: it turns out that the oh, yeah, there, was a kid, yeah. there was a kid staying in the school, Santa, um, and they'd been, they been, yeah. started looking after him but then he ended up with a pneumonia, ended up in hospital, and then yeah. he was going to join the school, and there was a school trip to Chester, and they stole him away yeah, on the coach. And again, that just harks back to uh, like you know the old Grange Hill. They were going to France, and they stole someone away on the uh, on the coach. Like, yeah. but I just I just love all that, like the fact that it well, was. not think so similar. Phil
1: was. He was giving little nods all the time yeah. to the old the old um, series, of
0: Definitely, yeah. And then Santa, when they got to Chester, Santa, there was a scene where Santa goes missing and he's on the beach and the tide comes in. Yeah. It's Togger and, and, yeah. and Abel. Where were, can you remember where that was filmed? In Chester. Was it, yeah?
1: I remember going to Chester. We were there for probably two days filming. Thanks. Um, But do you know what? It was weird because it was almost like the school day, it was school. Yeah. It was exactly the same. It was like... We worked together, and then and, and we get, remember getting the bus down there, and we stayed in a hotel in Chester for like two days. And we, were like typical kids, we were up all night and and <laughs> um, causing chaos in this little little B and B. It wasn't in, in in Chester, and then we going down to, to different places in Chester filming. And it was just it was a it was amazing. Do you know what I mean? It was just yeah. the best ever time for for a kid. I just loved every
0: every minute of it. Brilliant. But, and then. You Know they, they did get saved, but Togger yeah. and Abel and Andy were banned from sports day, I, yeah. you know, they, they were, they were typical because they loved the sport, didn't they, you know, and he loved his footy. And there was always some sort of footy related storyline going on. We'll get on to that again a little bit later because then the, that was the next series, then series 27. Obviously, you're in year eight, then. Um, <laughs> and I love this bit, he brought chickens' feet, and some had chickens' feet. Oh, <laughs> <you should. laughs> Yeah. he were real them, as well
1: real and, then,
0: pers- yeah. oh, where are <laughs> and then oh, yeah, real and he, st- he started selling them as well which again is a typical grain deal I was yeah. just getting any, just selling anything you can just telling me any money like and then again another another nod back to Tucker, where Togger said that Tucker had told him there was a valuable time capsule buried in the grounds of the school and Uncle Peter had given him a map and they go looking for it, for um uh, yeah. And well, he lost them up, but his dad did go looking on uh, a across country run, and they end up in someone's garden. And they say that they're there doing Bob a job. Week. And they end up doing some some job yeah. for him in his garden. But then they find that tunnel, which goes underground. Yeah, like a sewer. Yeah. Where was where was that? Joe, yeah,
1: you, was... you you're probably to... do, do you know do and um...
0: Liverpool, they have Liverpool Tunnels. Yeah, the, the Williamson Tunnels, is it? I do Williamson Tunnels, Williams tunnels there, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Anyone that doesn't know, the Williamson Tunnels are a, a system of tunnels in Liverpool. No one really knows what, why they're there, what they were for, but they're there. And, you know, you, you can get in there and yeah. you can go and have a, you can have a guided tour of them. But yeah, I was just wondering, I, I thought that initially, I did think, the Williamson Tunnels, like, but I just wasn't sure.
1: I didn't know they were there to be honest. I remember going down in the end of the day and like mentioning to people asking like, no, nah, surely, surely not, but they're there and that, that's where that's where we filmed, So
0: brilliant, brilliant. And then they end up back to school, they haven't got the time capsule, but they did get a detention for going missing. But Togger was undetected. and that that ran throughout that series, the time capsule. Yeah. You know, when Togger when Togger had a beer in his bonnet about Sutton, or you know, when he when he grasped the metal, that was it, like wasn't it? He he, he wouldn't let it go like yeah, and then there's a bit, cause there's a bit there where he said Andy was going out with uh, I forget who it was, but he couldn't believe Andy was going out with someone. So when there was valuable treasure to find, and I just think yeah, I can see where Andy's yeah. coming from there. It's probably a he little bit the more important. Them. Yeah, and then he dug up the school garden looking for the time capsule again. Yeah, but Wally Scott found out, and I love I love Wally Scott because it's, uh, it's Simon O'Brien, who <laughs> was in Brookside, yeah. but also I love That's the I love yeah. the fact that he's called Wally Scott purely because yeah. for anyone up in Liverpool at a certain age will know Wally Scott was a famous DJ up here like, and he had a cracking radio show called Hold Your Plums on a Sunday and I just love the fact that obviously Phil Redmond's give a little a little bit of a nod there to him. like, um, And Wally, Wally told him the time capsule was buried under the school, uh, under 70 feet of concrete. So they sort of left it alone. And I, I, I just love that that series, because it is, again, typical comedy nonsense uh, for the lads they, they had that door there was a door that they were carrying rounds and, and, and they'd stick it to the wall and they'd pretend that you know they just get people walking oh, you know, just, just exactly, proper yeah. nonsense yeah. like you know and then they put, then they threw it in the swimming pool and Mr Malachi gave them a detention yeah, I remember that, yeah. he gave them a detention for it but yeah. Togger blackmailed Mr Mr. Malachi, uh, saying we won't tell anyone you made Emma cry if, if you lift the detention and he did yeah, as well yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He had a lot finger, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he did. He did. And there's a bit in that because he had to do a history project because Grange Hill was going to be 125 years old. And he got to go and interview Grange, Grange Hill's oldest living pupil called Bill, who was in a, a nursing home. And he went to see him a few times and then and then Bill suddenly died. And there's a line, and it's probably one of the most tactless lines in Grange Hill ever where um, when he goes to do the presentation, he hasn't done it. He said, I can't help if my own work died. But then they have, a, they have an open day. And again, Uncle Peter's they, Well, he wasn't there, but Togger came in dressed as Uncle Peter. And at the end of that open day, we find out there's been a kid running around the school and he'd been messing about and he'd been nicking sweets and he'd set Wally Scott's goat free. And everyone was blaming Togger, but it wasn't Togger. It was Togger's little brother, Tigger played by Tigger. Jack, yeah. Jack McMullen, he was, he was already known, Jack wasn't he, he was already known a, a, as an actor like. From Brookside. Yeah, he'd been there.
1: Uh, yeah. But do you um, know what, it's funny because we used to film, obviously Brookside, yeah, Brookside used to film at Lime Pictures where right. we were filming, so I knew Jack before he got the part on, on Grange Hill and he used to hang around with us to be honest, he used to come right. obviously because there was obviously a gang of kids in Yeah. Pictures coming to our green room and be with us and we used to yeah. watch half wind up with the, the producers and stuff and say look get, get, get Jack on the show yeah. and like I think that's probably planted the seed a little bit and he thought you know what should we go one step further and bring yeah. a whole host of, of, of new characters in it who were sort of like the, the next generation yeah. of, of Togger and and, and and that type of thing so but I, th- I thought it went well I, I thought it went well it was like seeing a different generation pass uh-huh. through and the relationship between Togger and Tigger and he was almost like looked up to Togger a little bit and was in order of him when he first yeah. came into the school and he was up to his own mischief was his own little
0: crewmates.
1: Yeah. So I thought it worked well and it was it was it was a stereotypical relationship between brothers in a school where yeah. I kept an eye off for him and he sort of looked up to, to, to Togger in um uh, in also.
0: But he hated being called Tigger at first didn't he? <laughs> he didn't he, he didn't yeah. like it. Yeah he didn't yeah. like he, it because he, he didn't no. want at, at first the they both said to each other you know keep away from me don't tell anyone you know me didn't need a pair of them like yeah, um, yeah. and can i i need to ask you a question cuz the start of series 28 which went on air in 2005 in the first episode you had stitches in me yeah can, can can i ask what what, yeah. what, what that was about <laughs> yeah
1: yeah do you want
0: know first day of
1: filming and um where we used to film online pictures was a canteen on the ground floor and it was like this spiral staircase, and it was like a mezzanine that looked over the canteen. So I've gone in, in to go and get me breakfast in the morning and pick me tray up. We used to go and get a tray and used to pretty much have a full English breakfast every day when we nice. were in there <laughs> all over the canteen. She so got me breakfast and was was running up these steps with me tray and I slipped and I just <laughs> smashed into one of these like iron wow. steps and cut me eye. And um I just remember them panicking because it was the first day back filming, and they were like, oh, "What are we going to do here?" Yeah. So they ended up, they ended up putting it together. And they said, "You know what? You probably don't, don't need stitches, but we'll have to butterfly stitches." But I, I do think they made a nod to it. They changed the script slightly to, to make a nod to it, didn't he? Yeah, to, you, they just ignore it.
0: Said that um, Togger said someone had thrown a boot at him, but well, then Sega yeah. said yep, the moment thrown a high heel shoe at him. Really? <laughs> there, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I like old man of what happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> story is. I fell down a set of stairs in like, <laughs> and I we're going to have to ad-lib this here and put a little bit into it to, to see why, why yeah. he's got uh, stitches and
0: brilliant <laughs>
1: you, you couldn't wait just couldn't wait for your breakfast do you know what it was, it was all the stuff <laughs> like that that was completely new to me I remember going on Alden like don't get too, don't get too brown shit, away, because of continuity because we're in between episodes yeah. and stuff like that it, stuff like that used to happen all the time where people would like, fall over or they'd go and get their hair cut and then continuity would be spoiled yeah. but so the things
0: you don't really see behind the scenes that, that, yeah. that you've the so. Oh, brilliant. And then the start of that, that series. I had a new bike and target, sort of load them manure getting delivered to the school and told the delivery driver to dump it all there. It was the wrong bike. It was uh, it was Baz Wainwrights. So Baz through uh, <laughs> Baz through so in the manure. Um, <laughs> but was it real manure?
1: No, right so no. it was compost basically. I got put in.
0: There was real manure there, but it was compost that I got put
1: in. Oh, right. Oh, I right so would <laughs> have refused.
0: Brilliant. And then Baz threw Togger's clothes in the pool in revenge for that one, which he probably deserved. To be honest, yeah. I, I, as we've said, you know, Togger loved his football. I'm guessing that's why he was called Togger. You know, for anyone that you know, not not from around these parts, might not know. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm saying sure, I'm sure there's parts in the country. But you know, I, I, you know, let, let's go for a game of Togger. It means let's go for a game of footy. I'm assuming that's where the nickname came from.
1: Uh, you know, again, I, I didn't, I didn't know the target thing until until that came out that there was a link between Togger and football right. and Togger thingy. I think it was an older generation thing, but I, I'm sure Phil, that's been a easy a, he's a yeah. football <laughs> fan as well. Do you mean? So I'm sure. What can we, what can we call him if, if, if we've got Tucker Jenkins? What can we call this one? And that's where the Togger yeah. thing come
0: from. Brilliant. Um, and then, and they were playing football, and Andy in a practice match. And he got injured, yeah. so we didn't have to play. And Soga got put in goal, and Soga was not happy because there was an academy scout coming. Now, when 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 you watch, I've I've always thought this. When you watch most footy in Grange Hill, it never seems real. You know what I mean? It it, it never yeah. it never looks <laughs> like a, like a proper footy match, but. You as I say there was there was so much football, there was probably more football in your time on Grange Hill than there'd been previously, like could you just play? Like, I mean, we used some players
1: There was some of us some of us <laughs> you could play, but
0: they always used to get the extras in and there would be no vetting if they could play or not. Right.
1: So you can imagine they were trying to coordinate this on field game and it would just it end up going downhill quite quickly. because you <laughs> say, right, you pass to him, you chip it over <laughs> there, and then he found out quite quickly that one of the extras couldn't play, so yeah. they'd be swapping them round. There was probably two or three of us who could play me, the lad who played Able because he wasn't a bad player. Yeah. Um obviously Andy, Andy wasn't football, he wasn't football oriented, <laughs> he wasn't interested in it. Um so Chris McCullough, so Yeah. Um yeah, look, I think there was probably a handful of us who could play, but the ironic thing is they'd always had the decent players, the ones who couldn't play, and then yeah. the ones who play, wouldn't, <laughs> but um it was just—it's like the fight scenes. Earlier. Like you said, it's hard to try and coordinate it and make it yeah. look real, during, with, with without it being natural because everything's sort of staged and and um, choreographed. So
0: yeah, I mean, because the, the, there's a few bit where as i say Togger end up going in goal, and it lets tensions between Togger and Abel because got all these sort of going on while who was better and all that. Abel scored, Togger gets up and pushes him, and when Togger tried to apologise, Abel didn't want to know, and then. Abel got into the academy, and Togger never, and got really upset. And there's a scene afterwards where you see Togger, and um, uh, he's crying. Yeah. Um, was it easy to cry?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Again, I, I had no expense of it. So they used to use a thing called tear stick, yeah. which was basically like Vicks vixing a stick. And yeah. you put it in your eye, and you'd you cry. <laughs> a bit out of pain, and a bit out of, 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 of because the tear stick work. But I remember them saying, look, you can only put a little bit of this on. This on. And me going, 'Now, I want to really cry.' i
0: put loads of it on. <laughs> I think I was crying for also a week after this <laughs> Amy Phillips, who was the guest in the, in the last episode, she said she had to use it once and couldn't open her eyes when they put it on. Yeah, <laughs> it was a nightmare. Like, yeah, yeah you're not um, crying your eyes
1: out for
0: yeah. And then you know, Tanya found out that he had that target hadn't got in, tried to apologize, you know, tried to say sorry, but. Togge was just, he, he, he'd been expecting that he'd get in, me not he? And he just, he just bit just yeah. off again. And then there was a bit in that series where they were making a film of My Fair Lady and Togge auditioned for it. And to me, it just didn't seem like the type of thing that Togge would have done. Do you know what I mean? I, did you ever... Um... I, don't even, I don't even remember that. Anymore. Right. so, they, so remember some, that. some of the Six Formers were making a film about... They were making a film version of My Fair Lady. But the, yeah, And, and, and Togger and, and Tanya went along. Togger and a couple of the other lads went along as well. And it just didn't seem like the type of thing that, that Togger would do. And I was just wondering, did you ever have much say in Togger's character developments at all? Or was it just a case of, here you go, that's what you're doing?
1: Yeah, no, it was just a case of sort of being given the script and going with it. So there'd be a few times where sort of as I got older and sort of got to n- know that the type of character he was, they put certain words in. I thought, you know what, Toggle wouldn't say that. So it more yeah. be word, like word and changes rather than being storyline or scripting changes. But it was challenging, to be fair, because each episode was generally ripped by a, by a, a, a different script writer. Right. So if you had another script writer come in and pick that up and he didn't truly understand your character, obviously they'd do their own research, but if they didn't truly understand your character, they, they would make you do things like that, and you'd be thinking seems strange. It doesn't sort of seem to be any continuity between the episodes yeah. or be what that character does. Um, so we, we, we wouldn't we wouldn't have much of a say in terms of being able to dictate what the storyline was. But word and change and things like that, I think there was a few times where I'd say to the director or the producer, do you mind me changing that line there? Because it doesn't seem in line with what I think Toggle would do. Generally, they were quite good. They go, yeah, I, I see why. As long as it wasn't sort of changing the concept of what you were trying yeah. to get across. They were generally okay with small wedding changes and stuff, but yeah, I, I think that was an issue. As is you get a new script to come in, write that that episode, and it was it was a it, it wasn't true to who that character there was yeah. that, that, that happened quite a lot to be honest. There were certain things that we thought that's just not what we do, but yeah. we went we went the one paid to write the script. So
0: right, what yes. we were told. yeah, now there was a sponsored bike ride. And Togger was determined he was gonna face he was gonna be first to finish, even though it wasn't a race, but he was determined he was gonna be and he did a typical Grange thing and he changed the signs around, the different directions. Yeah. And again, it's all about it, it, it's it's all quite quite comical. But then it's the first time we sort of see uh Togger involved in in a, in a more serious storyline there because as all that was going on, Tanya had been emailing the, a lad from France.
1: Yeah.
0: And had said, like she,
1: call,
0: was it? said she was going to meet him, yeah, and she yeah. ends up. It, it's not at all. It, it's it's some older bloke, and Togger suddenly he, he hears a cry, he hears a scream, and forgets about the race, and and goes after it. Uh, sees her getting dragged into a van, so then starts chasing after after the van, and it's it's one of them things that I thought Grange Hill did really well, where it introduced kids into you know, certain dangers that they could get themselves into because it was the first sort of storyline, I think, or an early storyline, not just on Grange Hill, but in, in general, of the dangers of sharing information online. And as I say, it's one of them things that that Grange Hill did really, really well.
1: you know what, Neil, I, I agree with you. So we, we'll come on to it later. We've, we're involved in a mental health business at the minute and we talk talked right. about how to try and talk about... Um, like challenges that are for young kids and trying to navigate their way through the school life is difficult because yeah. you don't want to back up in cotton wool. So you yeah. want them to have exposure to these certain things and you'll probably see it working yourself in a school. Is you see these conflicts and challenges and you've sort of got to let the kids go and experience it, but then have the tools to be able to, to cope with it and um, build them relationships with, with, with yeah. people. And and, yeah. and, 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 and the... the, the um, Skill set to be able to navigate the way through it, I think, as you say, there. I think that's what Granger was really good at. It would have a, a comedy aspect to it, but there'd be an underlying real issue that you, yeah. you may experience in school and you could relate to it and go, Well, they've like, now that, that, that they've got through it this way, maybe I could try that. Or, yeah. do you know what I mean? and I think that was, I think that's probably why Granger was such a hit back in the day. It was the it was almost like almost like a mental health resource for people, yeah. back back before mental health were even, existed. yeah, yeah. To say, if you're going through these types of challenges, whether it be bullying or some of the storylines, like the lesbian storylines and that type of thing. How, how do I navigate that? And I get myself, myself through it. So I think it was it was the first in its sort of of, of age of that like mental health support, so to speak, for, yeah, for it, individuals. And yeah. I think Phil was always trying to, to, to keep that going. It's, let's deal with real-life problems that people may be experiencing in schools. Let's deal with it in a fun way, but, 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 but show people how to, to try and navigate through it. Yeah. So... I think it's it it's important and I think that's what's lacking now on TV. You've got you've got TV shows that don't really deal with the daily challenges that kids face in, in schools and that type of stuff. So,
0: and then there was a an adventure trip, like an outward bounds trip type thing as well that they went on where Tanya got lost in the maze.
1: Yeah, I remember the maze maze, it was, yeah. yeah,
0: so where was did you did you actually go away on the outward bounds trip? It was it the same as like when you went to Chester and that or now this was just like a day trip that we went on. Oh uh, right. So I think I've been to that one, actually the maze maze. But yeah, as I get you know, target again coming to the coming to Tanya's rescue and looking out for her because she was panicking because obviously she, she kept getting sort of flashbacks to what had happened to her when she'd been in, in the woods with the and, and that fella at turned up. I, and, um, she had sort of panic attacks and that film he was the some of the the My Fair Lady film, which, which you don't remember. at the premiere, there was a premiere of it and Togger and Andy end up in charge of the refreshments. But Togger and Andy being Togger and Andy started like shaking cans up and putting too much mustard in hot dogs and stuff. And and Tanya got one of the cans and got covered in 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 a in a drink, so she got the the ketchup and the mustard and started spraying Togger. And Togger ran away, ran on the stage and Pulled down the curtain and Miss Adams and Mr Malachi were behind it. <laughs> Getting friendly, shall we say. The last thing there was, uh, it was Cup final day and Togger was going on about his, uh, his lucky undies. He, he'd wore the same pair for every every footy match and he hadn't washed them. And then Togger, Togger and Abel became mates again because uh, Abel said he'd left the academy and wanted to, uh, wanted to play for the school yeah. with his mates. But then Togger got injured in the cup final and Abel took his place and he won the cup and it was a bit of a, a throwback to when Andy got injured because togger wasn't really injured he just knew that Abel was better than him and, 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 and could, do a, could, could do a better job Like now again so we'll, we'll move on again then so series 29 Togga again a little bit older year 10 and there's a cracking scene at the beginning of this episode where Togga's chasing Tigger and he runs into Tanya and he goes, oh, sorry, and he just kept apologising. Yeah. And then the camera, I right, don't know how he'd ever get away with making it these days, the camera focuses on Tanya's chest and Togger just says to him, yeah. you've grown. <laughs> and I just thought, oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> oh, have, got, oh, have got away with that in a kids, kids programme? You probably wouldn't get away with it.
1: probably would get away with
0: it. Yeah, he just says, oh yeah, you've grown. And, <laughs> Togger seems to have changed his opinion of Tanya it it, it becomes a, a lot more apparent in this in this series that he's he not fancy yeah. Um, he actually uses the line and you should come back all grown up and sophisticated <laughs> 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 but again he was, having, he was still he was still he was still still trying to wind it up
1: I think that was the way as you said I think that was his way of flaring wasn't he he probably didn't know how to flare. so his way yeah. of flare was <laughs> to be yeah, to our fans yeah. and I think that's the only way he knew so.
0: yeah um, and there was there was definitely a bit of a spark between between Sagar and Tanya. And I suppose as an actor, I suppose it's good when you know there is that sort of chemistry between you, because it 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 did look like you just got on really well. well. Well, do you know what? I'll tell you something.
1: For the first three or four years, we hated each other. <laughs> right. <me and> Kirsten.
0: <laughs> not not hated each other.
1: That's probably a bit of, a harsher word. But like we used to get on each other's nerves. Right. Um. But it but it was a love hate relationship. Yeah. It? When we got older, we were best mates. We used to like we used to get on really, really well. Yeah. But I think it was that we used to just clash like she was quite quick, Kirsten, and she still is now. So and I still speak to her now and again on, on, on social media and stuff, but she, she was quite quick and she, she outwitted me. And right. she was always quick. And I mean it's similar to the way the way it was in in, in, in um in Grange Hill already, as in the actual show. I probably looked up to Kirsten a little bit and looked yeah. up to her in, in real life. She was always like we were the same age, but she was always much older than me, much mature. She was going, going out. Do you know what I mean? She was much more sensible, and I always felt like, like I was lo- looking up to her. Do you know what I mean? So for the first few years, like we used to wind each other up, and we'd always be bickering, and everyone used to be laughing. And so used to be like, you are in the show, you're always fighting. Do you know what I mean? But it was a love hate relationship. We used, to, we, we used to like love each other deep down. We we, we grew up together, but it was, um, it was replicated both on and off,
0: offset. Off like, uh, like brother and sister, basically, like we just say, like, yeah, exactly that.
1: And, and and but when you're filming like that, you're, you're in each each other's pockets a lot. You're with each other every yeah. day. Do you know what I mean? Um, and 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 we used to just wind each other up, but it was definitely
0: that. Like- <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. So the end, though, in a in a detention together. Or oh, it was gonna be f- it was gonna be four detentions. It was gonna be, but then the six formers were making another film, and uh, they needed people to be in it. And Saga said, "Well, we'll do it." If, if it means we get off our detention and then they find out they were going to be bride and groom in a, in, they were making a wedding video and Togger and Tanya were going to be the bride and groom and this is where you mentioned it earlier this is where the tigers uh, and, and the monkeys come into it because Togger couldn't make the wedding video because he was locked in a shed with tigers and monkeys were you scared? yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you know what
1: <laughs> the maddest thing was i used to think i was scared of, like i'd be scared of the tiger and the lions the monkeys were terrifying the really? noises that they were making in this little cage mate honestly <laughs> and we remember sitting there it wasn't acting it was genuinely petrified <laughs> so it was the easiest day's work we'd ever like, genuinely the thing of us were like oh my god if that gets out or it gets on through the cage we've had it yeah uh but they they were quite clever with it with the, with the camera angles and that that we were we were probably a safe distance away that nothing was going to happen but we were in this we were in this container with a lot of wild animals so <laughs> so
0: when you so when you when you jump on top of the, like, the tiger's cage it wasn't actually in there yes right so
1: exactly yeah exactly
0: brilliant and I love the fact that you they the escaped from the sheds by target putting a bucket on his head. Standing on top of the cage, and and Andy and Abel throwing him up through the skylights, to, to yeah. smash the skylights. I love that bit of it like a, a human torpedo. And then the yeah. end, Target ends up getting getting back to the school, getting the teachers. But one of the monkeys ends up in the school as well. And you've just yeah. you've just said there, it? you've just said there about being scared of the monkeys. One of them, you had to have one of them sat on your shoulder as well, didn't you?
1: Remember that, bit, Dookie? I don't know what, but that probably took about six hours to film. Because obviously, <laughs> they, they say you shouldn't work with kids and animals on the same day. We were working with them both, so that's the
0: nightmare <laughs> for the producer
1: and the directors.
0: I love that, and then obviously that then results in more detentions. You know, because that's what Togo. I, yeah. I think I think Togo went to detentions more than he went to lessons, to be honest. And then there's then another... Yes, um, a another quite serious one for Togger where he comes into school with a black eye and people are wondering where he gets it from and and he, he gives the impression to Jeremy that his dad had done it he mentioned in the past that him and his dad were always arguing anyway because he said but I'm a teenager that's what that's what I'm supposed to do type thing um, but then he sort of <laughs> said well, his dad was out of work because he's got a speeding fine and he got in late because he uh, yeah. the, the night before and stuff but it was implied that he implied to Jeremy that his dad had done it and when you watch it that's what you think. That's what you think. It's dad's hit him and give him a black eye. But then, whenever when anyone pulled him on it and asked mm. him, he said, Oh, yeah, me, no, we dad didn't do it. We did have an argument, but I ran out the house and ran into a lamppost. But then it wasn't really touched on again. Yeah, do you, I, I, do you
1: know what I remember? I remember filming that and I was expecting it to be sort of touched on throughout the series yeah. and something come out and a storyline built on. The only thing I can think is it's been put in. And I think the BBC mayor pulled it and gone, do You know what? We don't want to go down that road of almost right. like a child abuse. Yeah. Storyline, so I think he, Phil was always trying to push the boundaries with stuff and say, "Well, how far can we go?" Yeah, and around this around this time in the series was, was where they were trying to change the demographic into a younger demographic. Yeah. So I think where Phil was pushing to, to, to make it appeal to a different audience, and BBC were challenging back.
0: Yeah,
1: that's where that may have been going. and That's my, own, my only understanding of why it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't progressed, and it wasn't picked up on further. That that that. That, that, that's yeah. the only thing I can think that that
0: may have been the reason why right right because I mean they, they sort of carried on with like the fact that the mum and dad were finding it hard that dad was out of work and whatever and, and yeah. they were always arguing and Tigger was convinced they were going to get divorced and again that was like a bit of a change in your sort of storylines there because he'd, again they'd always been the comedy type things like but yeah. they that. and again it showed that you know kids were going through Stuff like that, weren't they, with you know, parents arguing and, and getting divorced and stuff. And I think it was good to show the Johnsons going through that because Togger and Tigger, they were quite similar, they were always getting up to mischief and whatever. But it was good to show that they had that, you know, the that human side like as well. Yeah. There's another one where Abel fell out with Togger when he'd laughed at um Tony Briscoe's racist comments towards Taylor and Togger didn't really realize. What what it was, mm-hmm. and it, I think that was about sort of able then educating target. Yeah, a bit. yeah. But again, I think
1: that's that's another real life. That's another thing that goes on in 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 everyday yeah. life is is target with what that response was, and that's upsetting. Yeah. It's about them explaining why it may upset them, so there's a better understanding of of of, of it. Do you know what I mean? So look, I think this is what some of these generations have, have, have really missed is that, that that ability I mean imagine Alan talking about like social media addiction and online bullying and eating disorders and breathing it. so it, it's massive and, and there's no there's no like safe space for for kids to go and watch it that Crangel that, that, that used to deal with the, these issues and as I say, navigate the way through it. So um, I know Phil used to always push on trying to get it as as edgy as he possibly could and deal with the issues, but it was a battle that he had, I think, with the BBC, trying to to change the demographic that they were targeting. Now,
0: I've said earlier about when when Target had a B and his bonnet about something, he never let it go. But one of the weirdest storylines, I think, that you were involved in was (laughs) the Better Bogs campaign. And the fact that the toilets were always get the toilets were out of action, and there was, you know, there was Porter Lewis on site, and again, it just didn't seem to me like like it's not gonna be bothered. about it, you yeah. know. It, it just yeah. seems bizarre. But then it led to other things, with like you know, distinct bombs getting let off. You know, at the fact that he convinced. Jeremy into doing it because Jeremy wouldn't do stuff like that you know what I mean in the teacher's toilets. but they were caught doing it and Togger did get excluded for a, a for a while and then that yeah. series ended with Togger then starting to get much closer to, to Tanya as well and then we move on to series 30 2000 which was 2007 wow uh, or, or the, the end of 2007 beginning of 2008 and Togga's younger sister Lucy so a third Johnson started the school, and again, exactly the same as Tigger and Togger. It's just, uh, don't, come, don't come near me, don't tell anyone you know me. But it starts off because Tanya's younger sister started as well. Yeah. And right yeah. at the beginning of that episode, there's a bit where all the Johnsons and the Youngs are all going at each other. <laughs> t- Tan- t- um, what it was it? Uh, so, Jenny pushed Lucy by accident. Tigger grabs all of Jenny. Tanya then comes running down, grabbing all the Tigger. And Saga runs down and ends up helping Tanya. <laughs> and I just love yeah. that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and in that series, Andy left and yeah. Andy left Angel to go to a private school. Can I ask you why did Chris leave?
1: There was no, there was no reason. He just got, it just got ripped out. It was, right. it was a shock to us all. Do you know what I mean? Because we'd always been that, the, the, it'd always been the, the three of us. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, just to be, for, to be fair, Chris was sort of the glue that held us all together me, right. Lucas, and and, and Chris. He, he was, whenever there was any bickering going on, he was the sensible head to go, Do you know what? Stop it. And he was yeah. at the most. Did you hear about what happened to Chris? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. which is obviously absolutely devastating. And I mean, it rocked a lot of us, and we went to his funeral and stuff. But you couldn't meet a more genuine, nice lad. And that's not me just saying it. He was the most genuine, kind hearted person I've ever met in my life. But he was the glue that held everyone together. If there was ever an issue, he would be the central head in the room. But as I say, it came a bit of a shock to us all that, that he, he he was he was being being writ out, and it just sort of happened all of a sudden. There was no there was no precursor to it, um, or any talk of it in in, in previous episodes. As you, as you, will know, it was almost like but yeah. like like, where's where's this come from? Do you know what I mean? Um, and it made us all feel a little bit nervous, to be honest, because at that age, you think it's never going to sort it of end. And yeah. then when it's it, it's so sudden, do you know what I mean? It was like, wow, you can just you can just you can just go like that.
0: I mean, to just just going back there to uh, what what happened with Chris. What 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 amazed me is is when he passed away. Is just I had no idea how well he'd done, you know, uh, yeah. since leaving, and the fact that he'd worked on. You know he was a film editor on, on on so many big productions you know what i mean and award-winning as well i think as well yeah. but i had i had yeah. no idea how well he'd done or how well respected he was in the industry yeah. as well like yeah. and, and as you just said there everyone just said what a what, what a genuine what a genuine bloke he was and um yeah. I I I, I I I was just. I no no. Well, when 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 it happens, you know, when you're reading all, all these all these messages coming from huge names in the industry, you know, and you just think, wow, like mm. you know, and uh, and Turner. yeah, you know what I mean, and he, he just done so well, yeah. and it's it's just such a shame. It, it it was like, but I was I was just wondering there because, as you say, it just it was just he was in it, and then all of a sudden. You Know, I, I, I didn't know if he'd asked, if he'd asked to go or whatever. Like,
1: no, no, look, as far as, far as I know, he, he was devastated. Do you know what I mean? He was gutted. Um, and I know we all, we all knew our time was limited because we were starting to get to that age, but you don't want to believe it, do you? And, and then oh. when that happened,
0: it made it sort of real that
1: like we, we, we were all going to be, yeah. be on our way out, yeah.
0: And then that, then in that series, then, um. And we've touched on a, a couple of series, but this is arguably your, sort of your most um, serious storyline was the the feud with Baz. The yeah. fact that Togger had, had sort of been out once or twice with a girl called Anna, and there was a dance club. Again, why, why is Togger going to dance club? But anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> but then th- this girl, Anna, was dancing with, with, uh, with Baz. Baz had previously been out with Tanya as well, and... Togger had kicked off on Baz uh, for dancing with her. And even though Baz was like, I don't know what you're kicking off about. But then they played footy. There was a football match, football training. And at the beginning of that, Togger actually says to Baz, oh, drop dead, says that at at the start of the match. And then in the match, Togger runs at Baz as Baz jumped up and Baz collapsed and and never got up again. And it was about then Togger sort of coming to terms with what happened, and you know, obviously blaming himself, as a lot of people in the school did. Tanya said, you know, it was Tanya that sort of like comforted Target and said, you know, it wasn't really, you know, your fault. Again, did did Tom Hudson did he know that he was going to be getting written out? Or was that just no, you, thing, like you,
1: Yeah, that's the way it used to come. nearly. used to just get you giving you scripts and you you you'd read you'd read it one day and you think you might <laughs> out of a job. You know I <laughs> mean? That was. No one would come and speak to you about it beforehand, do you know what I mean? you just yeah. read it in the script. We still have like six weekly reviews. So we get the script and we'd almost just sit on this massive big table in a, in a, in a room at Lion Pictures and you do a read-through the script. And if you had any questions and stuff, you could ask the producers and, and the script editors and stuff. But as I say, the first you'd heard about it would be essentially when you, you, you read it in the script.
0: Yeah, right. Okay. And then it obviously it came out then that Togger had said to Tanya that he wasn't really angry. With Baz about what had happened with Anna, it was more he was more bothered about what had happened with Tanya, and the fact that he, he'd been going up with, with Tanya. And obviously Tony was Baz's best mate and he blamed Togger for what had happened, but it came out that Baz had a heart condition and it could have happened at any time. Yeah. And sort to, of Togger sort of let Donny blame him as well. And when, when Donny kicked off, you know, Togger never said anything back to him. He never sort of retaliated until it came out that it wasn't Togger's fault. Yeah. Togger sort of thought, oh, you know, yeah. I, I, I'm not having this. Like, And then things are looking up for Togger and Tanya. And then Togger again is on the phone just talking to someone else. Doesn't doesn't listen to the whole conversation, walks off, you know. She tells him a few days later that it was her boss that she'd been talking to. Yeah. Um, and so he asked her to come, on, uh, uh, come and watch him play footy. Um, but he never got to the footy match because him and him and Donny had another fight. But then Donny and Togger sort of put the oh you said know, certainly put his hatred for Togger aside yeah. able to play in a footy match and they score one of the greatest goals in Grange Hill history. <laughs> they combined to score one of the greatest <laughs> goals in history, which involved a fridge freezer as well. Now yeah. <laughs> For anyone that's never
1: seen it, meal, do, you know I mean?
0: do you want to explain? <laughs> how the, uh, do you want to give us a commentary on the goal?
1: <laughs> I, do want, I don't. I can't. Rec- I remember. I remember it. I can't recall every last bit. Remember the fridge.
0: Yeah. I remember so, it,
1: as you saying coming back. Gonna, if that's not giving goal of the season, and again, lead, then I don't know what. So Toga
0: Toga puts a cross in, but it gets over hit and at the same time, yeah. Uh, poor Alex, who've been getting, you know, we've had dogs' life from, from the Young Freeze brothers. Uh, they, they, they told them to get a fridge freezer to the school, so we did. And as it's there, the, the fridge is on wheels and it sort of runs away. And as the cross comes over, yeah. the fridge hits yeah. on, it goes forward. The <laughs> ball hits the fridge, and Tony's there to it's, put to, yeah. as as the cross him yeah, from the from the fridge to put it in. You know, like for you lads who were playing footy, did none of you ever say? Look, this is ridiculous. What are you doing this for?
1: <laughs> <laughs> we probably did, but as you as you said, any simple deal, like anything goes, <laughs> you know what I mean, it's like I, I think they were thinking of this, but let's just make it as fast as we um, a, 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 as we can. Um, but yeah, we we're probably all thinking it, but didn't say nothing.
0: Yeah, I mean, and then after that, um, Togger and Donny sort of started cooling on, you know, the the, the anger towards each other, and then. There's a scene towards the end where Alex, as we just mentioned there, got excluded because he'd been bullying kids because he needed money to get for the Umfries brothers. And then he finds a ticket to old Togger that he'd done it because because of what had happened with the Umfries brothers. So Togger then got the footy lads then to go after the Umfries brothers. And I love that because I think there hadn't been a big sort of fight scene like that in Grange Hill for for a very long time. Lose. Where there yeah, was yeah, gangs yeah. going against each other, riot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then Tony, Tony sort of sided with with Togger and Alex, and there's a cracking scene where the three of them look at yeah. each other: Togger, Alex, and Tony, and they just start battling. and I mean battling the young fritters. Yeah. And you just like, "Go where oh, They've <laughs> needed that for a long time." Like, and then it comes out then that Togger's going to get banned from going to sixth form because of the fight. And the fact that he was just walking out the head's office, because you know we said we haven't really done anything wrong. Alex is going to tell you what's caused all this. Uh, but then he said he says to Abel, she's not going to ban me from sixth form. They're going to be begging me for to come back because they need sixth formers. I'm I'm a valuable asset to this place. I'm, I'm worth money to this place. And there's an episode. It's Tanya's sixteenth, and Togger gets all dolled up and goes, yeah. but he's missed out on on Sunday. When I looked at that, when I was watching that earlier on that looks like it was down Wood Street down in town it looked like it yeah, was on one of them right. was it Wood Street was yeah. it yeah um, yeah Wood Street yeah, on, yeah. <laughs> you've been in Wood Street too much Neil <laughs> I, I used <laughs> to not anymore mate it's, it's, it's been a while like <laughs> and 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 so he, he goes to party but she's gone yeah. because uh, Emma was having her issues with, uh, with, with with being pregnant and stuff, so Tanya had gone to look after it. And Target just decides this is never going to happen. Basically, I'm yeah. I'm I'm giving up on it. Like, and then he gets a holiday job in in Germany, and Tanya sees him and starts ranting and ranting at him. So he gives her a kiss. And she smacks him and then kisses him again. He basically said to her, I only did that to shut you up. Which again, <laughs> goes, her, sort of harks back to when they first sort of met each other and he used to call her Tannoy because she never she, yeah. she never shut up. And then they both decide that they're going to go back here to sixth form, which which led to the series 31 now, which was the, the final series. Now, did you know at the start that that was going to be it? Did you know that that, that, that was going to be the end?
1: No, it wasn't until that, that that series had completed, and we were sort of waiting for series 32. And, and, oh, nice. and when that didn't come with the call that it was ended, there was to be fair, there was a few rumors around that maybe the last one. Yeah. Um, but every year, every year, to be honest with you, they used to say that well, you used to wear rumors, this is going to be the last one, this is going to be the last one. I think it was more just the cast members sort of repairing themselves, thinking, What if this doesn't happen again? Yeah, but it was the same sort of story with, with, with series 31. um. But but I think with that, if you're looking back on it now, not at the time we didn't recognise. But looking back on it, it, it was sort of I think the episode was sort of just widening yeah. itself down and coming to an end. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but at the time, we thought this this may continue because halfway through that series, everything seemed pretty pretty normal.
0: Right. I mean, you, you you've mentioned a couple of times in this interview the fact that the children's BBC was changing, and yeah. I, I I read somewhere that. They they were changing the demographic for uh, pre secondary school kids, so it was up to the age of eleven. Yeah. That's what CBBC were yeah. concentrating on on their programming being. And Phil Redmond, that basically said, "That's not what Grange Hill is." You know, you've you, you've mentioned that no. a couple of times, and I just think that was just, that was him saying, "No, nah, you know what I mean? It, Enough's it, enough. It's it's not. Yeah. There's no point in making Grain Hill if you can't focus it towards the the age of the kids that are in it." Exactly. Uh,
1: no, I think that was I think that was his his own integrity of saying, do you know what? He started this to be to, to be a certain way and he could have quite easily look, it, it, it was successful and it and it and it'd done well for him. He could have quite easily said age and keep Grangel going. But I think from his own integrity he said, No, if it's not gonna be the way I set it out to be, then then we're gonna yeah, pull it. Definitely which I think is the right thing to do because it can lose its it can sort of lose its its yeah. meaning.
0: Yeah. No, you weren't in as many episodes in series thirty-one as you'd been previously. Was that was there any reason for that?
1: No, but you know, I think it was naturally. As I said earlier about like the, the new generations coming through, I think <clears> them <throat> episodes were probably focused on some of the younger kids yeah. coming through. They had more focused storylines, and there wasn't as much happening with the um, with the six forms. And it? it may have also been linked to also the fact that the BBC were put pressure on them to try and say let's yeah. aim at a younger demographic, so there was less. For us to sort of yeah. do at that age and it was more about the mischief and and, and, and and the the things that were going on with some of the younger kids in the school so I, I, I recognised at the time that it wasn't in, in as many episodes and I thought maybe this is yeah. it, it being phased out. Um but I think it was as I say it goes back to that that, that point of, of, of filling and the BBC maybe having a battle about yeah. the target demographic. Right.
0: Okay. And in, in that you know obviously Sogar and Tanya were still an item and they both became head boy and head girl, which again I, I don't know why, uh, why Togger was. Uh, yeah. I think I maybe mean, <laughs> it might might have been a thing just to impress Tanya. And there's a bit uh, there's a there's a scene in that where Togger's Tog on the phone to Uncle Peter again, and he, he he's saying about yeah. um I, I I hope Tanya's ready for for this. It's a big question to ask. And someone overhears and tells Lucy, who then thinks he's going to propose to Tanya. And there's, a, there's <laughs> yeah. a school trip to Liverpool, which I just think is brilliant. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was capital of culture year, wasn't it? around then, two thousand and eight. Yeah. So they were going to Liverpool, and I <laughs> just loved that. And on the on, Togger and Tanya are on the steps of St George's Hall, and Togger gets down on one knee, and he asks Tanya if she would uh, have a season ticket at the footy with him. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> I'm assuming it I'm assuming it was Goodison Park because uh Liverpool I <laughs> oh, it <was> Liverpool and yeah <laughs> and that was you know what when 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 you watched that series that that was sort of your biggest biggest story in in, in, in that series as well like but I just I just love the fact that it was a school trip to Liverpool I just think that, that's great that let's let's go on a school trip to so somewhere we know and then in your final in, in, in the final ever episodes of, of Grange Hill not just that series Sokhe comes back again and he basically says to to uh, Togger, you know, don't make the same mistakes as me, because I le- I left this place without any quali- had any qualifications, and and he regretted it. And then, as in in your final scene, as Togger's leaving, there's a sign which says Year Sevens this way. And in time on at Grange hill, and Togger Johnson's decision, he turns the he turns the arrow round the way. Now you you've you've mentioned there that you you weren't really sure it was ending. How did you feel when you found out that that was the end?
1: Do you know what? I remember filming that episode and, and, and I was coming away from it because I think it there was a bit bit wasn't it, where I stopped and turned around and looked at the Grange Hill sign yeah. and took a road off on his motorbike. Yeah, and I thought it seems like an end. It does yeah. seem like an end. Do you know what I mean? None of yeah. none of the previous series had sort of ended this way. We were coming up to the age of leaving anyway, and I thought Do you know what? This could be a natural yeah. a natural way yeah. of ending it. And it just felt more in that episode, even though it being the end of the series and it would always end in a in, in a similar way with the turn the sign around, me turning around, looking back at the sign. I think it can't remember what the word is, it whether it's happy days or so, there was something uh, I said when I looked back at the sign and then Tucker sort of drove off on his motorbike and I thought maybe that is
0: yeah it,
1: it, it is the end of it. Do you know? Yeah, mean? Was,
0: but, happy days was sort of target's catchphrase a little bit wasn't it like you know we yeah. did say it in, in quite a few episodes like so yeah so that was it so that was 101 episodes which i don't know if you know this Put you 19th on the all-time appearance list in grange hill um, yeah. wow. like yeah. I, ju- I just i just think for, for people that th- people that aren't familiar with sort of your era that's that's ridiculous. You know what I mean to be in that many episodes. Yeah. I I you know I've, I've said this to you a couple of times this week, re- re- researching Target Johnson and 101 episodes. I've done more research on Target than I've, I've probably done on any other character. One thing because for, for my age, not knowing the the, the Liverpool storylines as well as as I know some of the storylines yeah. from, from when I, I was younger and watched it. But just uh, it, it, you were you were in. For six for six series to be in a hundred and one episodes is it's it's unheard of, you know what I mean? Because uh, I think it people... was only
1: twenty episodes in a series as well. Yeah, you? yeah, it's. Um... There were twenty episodes
0: a series. Yeah, and and it's really only that last series where that number sort of drops off, because well, most maybe. of them, if it was like twenty episodes, yeah. you were in eighteen or nineteen in most of them. Like, and I just think nineteen yeah. on the all time appearance list that that, that that's uh, quite an achievement. That's to be honest when you think consider how many people. We're in Grange Hill. So, so after Grange Hill, I, like, I I know that you wanted to go into another career and acting probably wasn't what you wanted to do. But did you ever consider, or oh, maybe I could I, I could carry on acting? Uh,
1: do you know what? It was always, it was always in the back, back of my mind. It was always like, I, I, I never had an agent or nothing at the time and it was always in the back of my mind whether I'd done it. And I've seen quite a few people who'd left Grange Hill go on and do some 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 good things, and if you look yeah. now back at some of the the Catholic Angel past, and 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 even in, in the series is that I was, and they've gone on and done incredible things. Yeah. You know what I mean, like Lucy and, and They've gone on and done 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 really really well. So I think naturally you always the thing wonder what would have happened if I'd yeah. gone on and, and viewed it, but it was never built in me Neil, as as in it was never a passion. It was something yeah. I loved and I really enjoyed it, and yeah. but it was never a a, a a passion. So it wasn't something that I wanted to to. To do for the rest of my life, so to right. speak. So I think it was natural for me to come out of it and then pursue different different yeah. things. Um, but that's not to say that I didn't enjoy every minute of it. Yeah. I mean, I, I did. Um, I enjoyed my whole time there, but it just wasn't something that I thought I wanted to pursue later in later yeah. in life. I
0: know you had an interest in boxing as well, like yeah. uh, so, like, like Lee McDonald who <laughs> played Samo. Was it was of a similar yeah. th- similar thing? Yeah.
1: So I spoke to Lee about it because I've done it I've done a um a, a TV programme for comic relief called uh, Celebrity Scissor Hands. Yeah, yeah. And Lee was on it with me. And I got on great with Lee. He was absolute diamond of a guy and he, he was a really, really, really good amateur boxer. And at the same sort of time I was on, on that celebrity scissor hands with him, I'd started to go to like the local amateur gym and, and and do a bit of training, But my family background, my dad had boxed and he right. was always, always been involved right. in boxing. boxing. And sport was big in our family. My brother played football professionally and, and that right. type of thing. So it was almost like, I think it was a bit in, bit in me to say, well, me dad barks, my dad boxed, my brother playing football professionally. I need to do something at, at, at uh-huh. a decent level. So I had, I had a couple of professional fights and and, and enjoyed it. Boxing in the Echo Arena on one of the Tony Bellevue fights. And
0: all right. yeah, again,
1: all right. it was been that. Um, I'll never forget it. Forget it, it was an amazing experience, but... I wasn't good enough to get to nice. that next level, so I had to find something.
0: Right. Okay. So, so what do you do now then?
1: So we set up a we following following boxing. We set up a a, a property business, an affordable housing business. All right. That provides um, affordable properties to key workers, from nurses, paramedics, firefighters, doctors, and ex military personnel. Brilliant. So uh, we've done that for like six, seven years. And um, um, we've just sold it recently. To be honest with you, we sold half of it to a private equity company in 2021, and then we sold um, the majority of that in um, in April of this year. So nice. we're completely out of the property business, and then we've got a few interests in in, in, in a mental health business. So uh-huh. we've got an online mm-hmm. mental health platform that treats problematic gamblers, and right, um, so we've nice. also got a um, a residential mental health clinic in Manchester um that's got 30 bed residential facility and that treats people who've got um addictions and mental health issues from anxiety stress depression all that type of thing so my dad always uh, only ever gave me one bit of advice when I was leaving Grange Hill in school was always loved to try and do something that you really enjoy and you'll you'll do okay at it and that's sort of what I've followed over the last few years and just done something that um I was never really excited about money. Money, money didn't excite me like uh-huh. it wasn't wasn't a massive interest. But what really got me out of bed and got me excited and doing things was quite selfishly. as well. people go, oh, it's great that you're doing that, you're doing things for other people, like the affordable house and that. But it's a selfish thing. It makes me feel good when we need yeah. a nurse into a house. Who doesn't think they can achieve it? Or we provide treatment to these problematic gamblers, and you see them come out the other side of it. For me, it's massively rewarding, and that's better than any any paycheck or financial reward that you can get um, so it's the same sort of reward it's a selfish one because it's, it's, it's me getting that reward yeah. but it's just something that I've, I've really enjoyed and I'm passionate about but yeah look G- Green Jill was a huge part of my life and it was funny I was with a friend in the house over there and he was talking about Green Jill a movie that's being, yeah, yeah. being made and he was saying one of the producers is actually one of the teachers who's on Grain Jill did you know that Neil?
0: Yeah um Mr. Green? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that until the other
1: day. So I was saying to my little boy, I've got two girls and a boy, and the eldest girl, she's massively into into acting and stuff. And my little boy started to show a bit of interest. And I was saying to to Dan, my friend, look, wonder if he'd get a little cameo on it. And he said, oh, I know the producer, Kellen. I was like, not Kellen, as in Mr. Green. He said, Yeah. yeah, that's him. So uh, yeah. it's funny how things go full circle, isn't yeah, it?
0: Definitely, yeah, definitely, definitely. So you, you mentioned your, your, your mental health company and stuff there. But you haven't sold us what, what it's called, you know, because yeah. if, if people want to, you know, people want to get involved and whatever, what do yeah. you, you, you need to get in touch with?
1: So the group of companies that we, we've got is called 11 Group, 11 Group Holdings, um, and nice. it, the website's www.11group.co.uk. And then under that, we've got the mental health clinic in Manchester, which is called Leon House, Leon House Health and Wellbeing Limited. And the online platform, actually, Problematic Gamblers is uh, called Anonymind. Right. Um, so, they're, they're, they're the three different businesses. So, um, it, it's completely free of charge. We get funded by gambling operators in the industry that fund the treatment of problematic gamblers. So, if you've got a gambling issue or you're struggling with with gambling, you can go onto the online platform and speak to one of our psychologists online. It's completely anonymous and no one needs to know about it. And it's completely free of charge as well.
0: Brilliant. So, amazing, amazing stuff that you're doing there. That's great. Okay. Are you still in touch with any of the cast?
1: Do you know what? I still speak to them all, but it's it, it's sporadic. It just depends. Um, obviously, we've all got all got different lives, got busy lives, families, and stuff. Like that, so we don't meet up as much as we should do. Pre COVID, to be honest with you, we were supposed to have a massive reunion, right. some of the old cast and right. the current cast. Um, but then COVID came in, and got pushed back a few times. I think it was Phil that was arranging it,
0: right.
1: um, down and south. But I still speak to some of them on 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 um, on social media, Instagram. More the local ones, like I speak to Kirsten quite a bit. I pump it to Lucas now and again. who played Abel, yeah, and uh, Lindo. He works in Manchester, um, and um, yeah, speak to speak to all. I haven't seen some of I have seen um, some of the London cast for years. But again, Casey Barnfield, and um, we <laughs> played Maddie. Um I, I, I speak to her now and again on social media, but we we, we don't we don't we don't. Get in front of each other or meet up as much as yeah. we, we don't like to just because of how busy everyone's yeah. lives so. are. Yeah, definitely. It'd be great to one day all get together, do you know what I mean, and, and, and have a proper catch up. But. Yeah,
0: cool. Okay, so we are coming towards the end, uh, Chris, and I have got a few questions and they're all about Grain Jill. So you've just mentioned the movie uh, Yeah. What do you think of the idea?
1: Uh, do you know what? I, I think it's a great idea. But I'm not sure if they'll be able to get it into just a couple of hours of, of, of a movie. <laughs> what I would like to have seen is bringing them bring them back being jelly on like a Netflix series or an Amazon yeah. Prime, because I think it's important for kids and that so but maybe that'll be the catalyst to yeah. to get Sometimes these these movies are, are 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 almost like the catalyst to get things going again. And I know it look it's it's Phil Bedman's baby, it was his it was his baby, wasn't it? Yeah. So I think it was an opportunity following that for him to to reinvigorate it and bring um, a lot of young cast in and maybe replicate some of th- yeah. that very first episode that we spoke about, do you know what I mean? And I yeah. can go back and drop, I don't know, we'd have to come up with a name, another, <laughs> another name, you we know, with a T and an R, but um, dropping someone at school, I think that'd be amazing. And, and, and dealing with some of them st- that them issues that you, you you said we spoke about earlier, naming mm-hmm. it that, that demographic, yeah. I think, would be massively important. So hopefully... It's, it's a it's a huge success and hopefully there's there's more to come following the, the movie release. So
0: Yeah, brilliant. I mean, I, I think the fact that Phil Redmond is involved, you know, it won't, everyone's saying, you know, I won't be the same, you won't be able to make it what it was like. It's going to be woke. Yeah. I think if Phil Redmond's involved, I, I, I can't see it being, woke. Yeah. you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. He, would, he wouldn't, I don't think he would be involved if it wasn't going to be the yeah. way he wanted it to be. And, um, do you know what I mean? He, he he's been massively successful and in, in everything he's done, yes. and he's he's shown integrity right the way through everything. It. If it's not the way he wants it, then he won't yes. do it. So I think, as you say, there without with, with him being involved, I think it'll be um, it'll be like the old Granger. and, and that's the way it should be.
0: Sounds. And if you were asked, would we see any return at Togger Johnson?
1: Do <laughs> <laughs> so I had this conversation? I had this conversation with with, 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 with my partner Christine the other day actually, and she was saying because we are talking about my little boy maybe doing like this cameo and she said what if he said to you you've got to be in it for an episode to be a little boy to be in it and I said yeah of course I'd go back and, Brilliant. I'd, 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 love to it. I'd love to get that blazer on again I don't
0: it still fits fit yeah. on me but uh, what, uh, what do you think Toggers up to these days? he could be in jail, he could be in jail couldn't he? <laughs> but, but, but uh, it wasn't his fault it wasn't his yeah, fault probably Andy's but it wasn't probably his Andy, fault Andy, probably Andy was <laughs> But... <laughs> Brilliant. Okay then. So other than Saga Johnson, who was your favorite character in Grangel?
1: Who was my favorite character in Grangel? Um it's a good question. Joe you know really did like I loved Andy. Yeah. Because I just thought he was this yeah. like warm, cuddly guy, pet and he's exactly the type of mate you'd want in school. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Who like would get involved in, every, in Lovable rogue, like would say the wrong thing at the wrong time, but was just he, he was great and he was like that in real life as well. Do right. you know what I mean? He he was exactly the same in real life. So my favourite character I know I'm being a bit selfish because it was very much of my era and like mm-hmm. um the group of people I was around. Yeah. But I but but I, but I loved I loved him, do you know what I mean? It was Brilliant. it, it his character was great and some of the things that he used to get up to um in it and get dragged into by me and get the blame, yeah. and stuff like that
0: brilliant and if you couldn't have if you couldn't have played Togger which other character would you like to have played instead
1: Um, well, I never never really thought about that probably Mui probably one of the boys erm yeah. um, because it's probably quite similar to Togger do you know what I mean yeah Mui or do you know what there was Mui's brother wasn't it? I Max. can't remember his, the character's name Mui's brother Max. Max yeah 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 who yeah. was played by James Wignall James right. Wignall yeah yeah he's, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, yeah yeah so, yeah. probably one of them, do you know what I mean? Because they were always up to something, they were always causing trouble. Um, yeah, so probably probably one of them. Or, if I was a bit older, Mr Malachi, because I, yeah. I thought he played that part really, really yeah. well, do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, definitely. Okay then, so the last question, Chris, why do you think there's still such affection for Grain, Jill?
1: Uh, do you know what? I think it's, we touched on it quite a bit throughout, throughout this conversation that we've had, and I think it dealt with real issues, and from what I've seen, and, and, and yeah, I, I mean... It really, really happens now, but people still come up to me and talk to me about Grey and Jill, and even older, older generations yeah. used to watch it back in the day. And the first thing out of the mouth is it like I resonated with it or I really like this type of character. And I think Grey and Jill, no matter who you are and, and what walk of life you're from, you can resonate either you being in that sort of scenario and, and uh-huh. you can relate to certain characters in it, whether it's yourself or it's whether people that like you went to school with you were saying before about you relating to to Max and you felt like you had that sort of like, you could see similarities. And I think everyone sort of got a character with him. And look, school's probably the best days of your life, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? When you look back on it and Uh I I, know you used to moan about it when you were there, but it it was great. And um, I think people really resonated with that and and, and dealing with them issues that we all experience. And that, that doesn't change, I don't think. I think I see it now, my little boy going to school, it's exactly the same issues that we had, and I'm sure you had when you were in school, yeah. and back in the day, and and, and it's them same issues because it dealt with that. It's so relatable to these young kids, and it, it, I think is massively important. And that's why, if something did come out of the movie, and there was a, so I don't know, a Netflix series or something on Amazon Prime, I think it'd be really, really well received. Brilliant. I I, I don't I don't see anything at the minute that. Is that is that sort of way on a TV? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. My kids are watching YouTubers and that type of stuff, and it's it's nonsense. But if you can get something that relates and and, and you can sit down and watch it, I think it it, it helps them a lot.
0: Sounds that's oh brilliant. Honestly, Chris, so glad I'm I'm absolutely made up that you've come on because I've been trying to again someone on from uh, the Liverpool years for for a good while now. Like so. It, it's been great talking to you. But hopefully it's the
1: first of many. Hopefully yeah, the first of many. You, you
0: need to put some work in for me now. Will <laughs> do. It's, it's been great talking to you about, and hearing your experiences and stuff from the programme. So uh, once again, thanks very much for coming on. It, it, it's been brilliant. And to anyone that's listening, I'll speak to you next time. Cheers. Thanks. Bye-bye.